Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Let's start the Friday morning with Senator Susan McDonald. Today she's a regular on this show, an important part of the fabric of Queensland as she represents Northern Australia uh, in Canberra. Senator, good morning um, from Perth again. Um, today is your last day in Perth. You've been over there for a couple of weeks. It's been an important uh, trip for you. A very good morning to you. Good morning, Ben. And yeah, it's been absolutely terrific to see uh, what's happening on the other side of the country, uh, whether it be agriculture, mining. Uh, it, it's been a terrific, you know, terrific couple of weeks and uh, really enjoyed it. The, the big thing that we're seeing at the moment is the crazy and, I mean, absolute unbelievable way that a Labor government has sold this net zero push. Um, and sold the renewable story to everybody. Remember we signed up for, you know, when we all signed, we started for 2050, we were going to be right. And then they re- rejigged that and then they've, they've caused all this grief. I, I don't think the government's in a financial position that it can get to that. That's the, that's the scary thing. Now, Matt Canavan came out the last couple of days and just said in the long term, you know, interest rates, government debt, economic growth, inflation, all these things are going to have a considerable um, downfall and they're going to cause grief. We, we could see us on the poverty line if we go on this social justice hell-bent lunacy, the, the lie that has been sold and the reality are not the same. Well, that's a good summary, Ben, because what I'm seeing uh, right across the country is uh, companies trying to uh, meet these 82% renewables by 2030, the target that the Labor government set when it came into government uh, last May. And it's just not achievable. And the reality is uh, is that the renewable projects that will go ahead will be aligned with industrial projects. They won't be part of the grid. Uh, and the biggest challenge is what do we do for firming power? Now, it is, it is um, known across the world that coal and gas are still necessary uh, energy ingredients for decades to come. And that's because we have got technology now that means that we, we use them in very efficient ways. And in Australia, we're incredibly fortunate to have reserves of both coal and gas that are very low emissions, They're very high quality reserves and low emissions. And so if Australia doesn't use those reserves, both here domestically for our own affordable power supply and exporting them to our trading partners, then the, the uh, energy has to come from somewhere and it will come from higher emissions, less efficient uh, reserves from overseas. So if Australia isn't responsible and it doesn't engage in this energy discussion, then world emissions go up anyway. So, you know, if that's, if that's what you're aiming at, it's emissions, uh, then Australian reserves are what we must use. But if, if I come back a step, is this rush to, to get away from energy being generated by coal and gas, we are now jeopardising power, being able to turn on the lights, and certainly for families across Australia, being able to affordably turn on the lights. Now, we are a smart country. We are a prosperous country. 
And it is outrageous that this government is introducing policies that make it expensive for families who cannot contract out of that cost, who who will have to pay whatever it is that the grid is, is charging, so that families are already making decisions about whether or not for the kids uh, to go to sport or to pay the electricity bill, whether or not to pay uh, to buy a different food or to pay the electricity bill. We should not be in this situation in Australia. And, and then the final point I'll make then uh, is that when we mine iron ore, coal and gas, we pay the bills in Australia. 40% of our corporate taxes, $38 billion of wages and salaries paid last calendar year. Uh, these are the companies and the projects that pay the bills in Australia. And what the Greens and the Teals are saying, which is no new coal, no new gas, means that what they're really saying is that our lifestyles will be worse. Because without those taxes, and by the way, they are projects that are run to the highest environmental and safety standards. Don't don't be thinking that this is this is dangerous for Australia. It is not. We are world leaders in the mining and energy uh, supply that we do. But if we don't do it, we would have to pay tens of thousands of dollars more in taxes to have the same level of services and the same quality of life that we have now. So at every turn, what this Labor government is doing to Australia is it's making it more expensive to live. It's making it uh, more variable, the power supply, and whether or not we can continue having manufacturing and small businesses operating. And finally, uh, we are threatening the very prosperity that Australia has come to enjoy. And you're quite right, we won't be the first world country if we don't continue to support these incredibly profitable, uh, high tax paying, high, high job providing, um, environmentally sound projects that we have in this country. And I've toured, the, toured you know, a lot of them over the last two weeks and I'm really proud of the work that those companies do. We should continue doing it. So you're dead right. Senator, we've got an issue and, and this is the real concern for me. And we spoke with, um, you know, the absolute, you know, shock of live export with sheep. Now, Mark Harvey Sutton talked to us this week about the fact is that Animals Australia um, got some footage um, of some sheep that had got outside of the the normal channels of sales and what had gone on overseas. Instead of coming back and talking to the Department of Agriculture and Fisheries, they went straight to the ABC. The ABC broadcast it, and then after that, they hand over the vision. Now... That is, to me, it, it spells disaster. We, we, we've seen what goes on. Uh, the, the live export industry has never been better, better operated, more stringent with animal welfare issues ever in its time, ever. And they're doing amazing things, yet we've still got these far-left extremist groups that are undercover. Every single live exporter is always having to watch out because people are undercover and yet they're going to the ABC that's owned by the government before they even go to the Department of Agriculture and Fisheries. It's obscene. Exactly right. Uh, 
this this is not uh, an organisation that's interested in improving animal welfare. This is a, an industry that is interested in shutting down food supply to our trade partners. And here's the, the really concerning bit is that they are destroying sheep farmers in Western Australia. They are absolutely destroying them. The market has collapsed over here. I was having conversations with, with growers this week about what do they do with their sheep. The, the abattoirs are full. There is no place for them to go to an abattoir. So they can't even donate them to food bank or, or give them to somebody else to process so that the, the, the sheep can go into a, an Australian charity. Uh, there is no place for them to go through the supply chain. These farmers are going to have to shoot these this stock because uh, Animals Australia and organisations like that, which are no better than, than terrorist organisations, the way they operate, footage they provide, there was a mixture of old footage um, as well as uh, this, this, you know, hysterical, hysterical approach to food production. And we have to be very clear that uh, they have worked hard to get uh, the sheep, live sheep export uh, on its knees. Uh, Labor is trying to, to wait until there is uh, less trade, which is not happening. We are getting more inquiries from uh, markets that are reopening, new markets who all want Australia's sheep they want the high quality that we provide. They want the highest animal welfare standards that we demand of when we when we send them. Uh, and on these ships with with very good ventilation, very high standards of feed, um, you know we can be proud of that. And if if people are wondering what's going on on live export sheep, then I I suggest you go to the Animal Collective, the Sheep Collective. Uh, this is a group that is. Uh, answering those questions from uh, producers, from exporters. They've got great footage. Um, you know, we can be proud of the work that they're doing. Anyway, these organisations, uh, the animal wealth, well, so-called animal welfare organisations, uh, if they were truly interested in animal welfare, they would be reporting to the Agricultural Department, but they're not. They're only interested in gotcha moments. And I thought it was interesting that the ABC once again dutifully trotted out this story without, with, uh, ran it without, you know, uh, verifying it themselves. Um, they were stalking around behind, you know, live exporters and, and uh, sheep producers for a couple of weeks trying to leap out of bushes and do gotcha moments. Uh, but there wasn't a story. There wasn't a story and so it didn't get any traction. But, you know... It, very disappointing. Once again, the ABC, no friend of the farmer, uh, the the Sydney-based collectives, um, they are they're not doing the right thing by our trade partners, by people who are interested in affordable food, and they're certainly not interested in supporting our Western Australian uh, sheep graziers. Who, you know, be very clear, Ben, they are in a world of hurt. They're going to have to shoot these sheep because there is not a market, there is not an abattoir that yeah, can process ridiculous. them because of the, um, the the workforce shortages and uh, shortages in the in the trade. So anybody who thinks that live export animals can convert into the domestic market easily don't understand how the world works. And um, yeah, it's bloody terrible. I'm very I'm very um, sorry about what's going on here. And Labor, the Labor Minister Murray Watt should reverse their decision because they are wrong. They've not made it for animal welfare decisions. They've made it on the basis of 
lobbying from these extremist animal uh, organisations who want to shut down food production. Senator Susan McDonald joining us this morning on Rural Queensland Today. We'll take a break, come back with more.